and welcome to another episode of One Controller Port Podcast. This is episode two, and it's been a good two weeks since I posted one, thanks to IRL, Life Matters, school, and not having the internet for a full week. So that helped. Helped me in producing this. Anyways, that track you just heard is... From Evolution World for the GameCube, a title I never want to play again because it was a really terrible dungeon crawler, in my opinion. A lot of people actually do like it. But it does have a fairly good soundtrack. I, I'm actually a big fan of GameCube games, so you're, you're probably going to hear a lot of GameCube tracks over, over the time you spend with me and this podcast. So anyways, two weeks have passed by and a lot have gone on. Actually, quite a bit of uh, hardware news. Both Nintendo and Sony announced new economy systems that uh, that are cheaper than your standard Nintendo Wii and PSP. The PSP E1000, it's a budget system that lowers the price, but also removes some features. It removes the wireless functions. Uh, it's also slightly heavier and only has one speaker instead of two, where the uh, Wii removes the the GameCube controller ports and will cut out all GameCube backwards compatibility. Um, it's the same size and everything, unlike the other one. You know, same weight and everything, but it's cheaper. And it's also bundled with uh, Wii Party and, oddly enough, the original Wii Sports Resort, since Nintendo had been kind of pushing that out the door before. They're like, oh, you should get Wii Sports Resorts instead. Or did I say the original? I bet the original Wii Sports, but yeah, so they haven't. They've been giving out Wii Sports Resort recently, but not anymore in this bundle. So, since it gets rid of all GameCube functionality, hopefully it's not a... Not a... Replacing the standard SKU for the system, because... Anyone who likes GameCube games, or anyone who wants to play Smash Brothers... Would, uh, like a GameCube controller port, so... So yeah, hopefully the option will remain there for either system. It's kind of interesting that Nintendo and Sony both came out with this at once... Uh, basically within a week of each other, or maybe only a few days, I don't remember. But yeah, it was uh, pretty close to each other, but I guess in uh, their European exclusive, but I guess in that market, they uh, they are currently in need of economy systems, hence why both, sis- or both companies reacted. And Microsoft's like, nope, you gotta buy our expensive system, except for it's not that expensive anymore, but oh well. Another piece of news that's hardware-related, although it's more of a... Actually, it is a pure rumor right now, is that the Nintendo 3DS will be seeing a significant redesign soon. And, you know, we're all expecting a redesign of the system. You know, eventually, at some point, there will be one. But what makes this rumor uh, specifically um, interesting, and just to note, this rumor comes from a site, I think, 01.net, and they also revealed the PlayStation Vita's name. And I think they've been correctly leaked uh, some other information in the past before. Um, but anyway, so the uh, the big difference here is that it will be making a major change, is that it will be adding in a dual circle, or a second circle pad to use. So you basically have dual analog sticks, but they're circle pads on the 3DS. Um, and the system would also take a focus off the 3D, and instead they just be marketing the system as something else. I don't really know. That's the big question I had, is like, the 3DS is so ingrained in the 3D that 
I really wonder what the big selling point would be uh, otherwise. I mean, I wrote an article about this on VG Charts. Just like, if, I don't know if it's, you know, Street Pass isn't really a feature you can kind of sell. It's something that you have to kind of experience to to enjoy. And then everything else is pretty much uh, old stuff from the Nintendo DS, which, I mean, is, is fantastic. But, you know, touchscreen controls are everywhere now. You know, the microphone never really worked that great in the first place. So really the only unique aspect of it, other than software, of course, which is the most important part, but uh, the only unique aspect of the system is the uh, dual screens. And, you know, Nintendo over the last couple generations had been selling a huge amount based off hardware. And with the 3DS, it sounds like software will be might turn into more of a focus. Um, again, this is a rumor. We don't know. But it's interesting. And for the second circle pad, the reason I'm kind of iffy about it is because they say that there's going to be an accessory that connects to your Nintendo 3DS. And then you can uh, use the second to your, the current Nintendo 3DS because the other... The revisioned model supposedly will have a second analog stick already built in, but the uh, original DS will have one slapped on the side with uh, like some kind of uh, accessory that you add on. And I don't really know how they'll do that since, at least from what I can see on the system, the only port they can utilize is the PowerPoint port, and I don't know if they have any control over the system itself through that or if it's just for charging. Uh, then otherwise, it'd have to be used for uh, wired, or wireless, it had to be used wireless, which would then require a battery, and then you have to charge it and everything, so, yeah, I don't know about that, it's, it's interesting, but again, it's a rumor. gone for two weeks and without an internet connection for a week to get any work done I actually ended up playing a lot so I'm gonna try to get through most of these really fast and stop on specific ones of interest uh the first title I played was Avenging Spirit which you just heard a track from which is really cool it was kind of like a Kirby-style game, but it was originally an arcade game, so it's very short. Uh, it took me about, I think, two hours to get through it. So I have a review up on the Speed Gamers for it, so go ahead and take a look there, if you if you so please. But it's only $2.99, so, you know, two hours, $2.99, not that bad. You know, you could get better value elsewhere on the DSiWare store, I'm sure. But uh, it was a fun game. It wasn't the best, but it was fun. It's It was Kirby before Kirby, essentially. Um... And then I also, before in the last episode, I told you I was watching a walkthrough for Deus Ex. And I beat Deus Ex, so, yeah, it took me like two years. But yeah, I beat Deus Ex. So, I'm pretty excited about that, and... Uh, Human Revolution just came out, but I probably won't play it for a while. I want to play Invisible Wars first. And most people are like, oh, it's bad, you should just skip it. But I like bad games, so... So that's where I'm. That's where I'm heading next. And then I also played Spato, which is another DSI. Well, it's a it's a DSIware title 
that I played on my 3DS, actually. And it's kind of like Angry Birds in the sense that you're throwing, you're a bird, you're angry, and you're throwing bombs. And I've wrote a review for this already, but I haven't posted it yet. Um, I gotta get some screenshots and throw it up. But, um, but yeah, so it's pretty much Angry Birds where you throw bombs and stuff, but it actually came out like a month before Angry Birds, so it's not ripping them off. It's actually made by Intelligent Systems, who made Fire Emblem. Uh, and they work with Nintendo, obviously. They're part of Nintendo. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, and then I played Diablo out of some reason. The original Diablo, not Diablo 2. I was playing it, and uh, I just, I don't know. I kept playing it, and we'll see if I keep playing it. I've gotten a bit further, a bit far in there, but not that far yet. And then, so, anyways, the more important game I've been playing, which is... I'm going to try to get through this fast still, because these next two games I really want to talk about is uh, El Shaddai, which I haven't written a review for yet, but I'm getting through it. Well, I, I finished the game, but I'm getting to the to the review eventually. Um, it was very cool. I mean, when I going into it, I was thinking it's just going to be a complete, like, artsy-fartsy action-adventure game. And it, a lot of it is that, but there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot of depth to the gameplay, which I think you don't really see at first, and I think when you're playing, you don't really realize it's there, it's kind of, you kind of unconsciously do things that you don't really think about, but then you, you know, when you think about it, you're like, oh, well, I guess I am doing that, you know, that's, that's a good bit of strategy there, but, uh, yeah, very cool game, there's a lot of variety in it, especially in terms of the visuals, and it's not all artsy-fartsy visuals that would, the trailers would leave you to believe, a lot of it is, but there are some portions of the game where you are not in an artsy-fartsy area. And the thing is, I don't want to spoil those, so I won't talk about them, because I think the variety in the game is probably one of the most enjoyable aspects. There's a lot of stuff you just don't expect. It just shows up, and you're like, oh my god, why is this in this game? So, it was a very cool game. Um, I, another game I was pleasantly surprised by, like Catherine, last week, or last or a couple weeks ago. Um, and then I also got No More Heroes, Heroes Paradise, which I haven't really played through. Yeah, but I played the Wii version multiple times. I loved the first No More Heroes. And I was playing the PS3 version, and I noticed something was a bit off. I couldn't really put my finger on it. So I went back to play the Wii version, and I realized that it was the lack of motion controls. And that's not saying the PlayStation 3 version is inferior. You can use the PlayStation Move for motion controls, which I assume are something like function like the Wii Remote, probably. Almost identical, probably. Um, but when I was, I don't have the PlayStation Move, so I had to, uh, use a dual analog stick controller, and everything just felt really weird. It didn't really feel right. There are some weird tweaks, like less enemies, I think I noticed, when I played through between the two versions. I think I was on the same difficulty. And then, um, and then Travis runs slower in the PS3 version for some reason. I noticed that I was running a lot faster. I mean, in general, the Wii version felt a lot more pa fast-paced. But I think it might have just been because I was so used to the Wii controls, I could just go and do everything already in the Wii version, where in the th PS3 one, I'm trying to reteach myself the controls via the uh, the the DualShock controller on the PlayStation 3. So it's interesting. It's basically No More Heroes with a new coat of paint, from what I can tell. But I only got I only beat the uh, rank 10 fight, and then I just kind of started. Uh, working towards getting to rank 9, so I didn't really touch it that much, but out of the, just the first level, I could tell that the motion controls really add a lot, so, so anyway, so I'll get through that, uh, through that eventually. Anyways, so, yeah, I'm already going pretty far over what I wanted to go, because, you know, this short podcast, keep it short, it's just me talking, you don't want to spend too much time with me, I get annoying, 
You're like, yo, Ben, you know, I like you, but get out of my life for now. I'll talk to you next week. And I'm like, yep, I will talk to you next week. Unless you read my articles and you talk to me multiple times a week or you listen to me talk, but in text. So yeah, anyways, uh, I'll leave you with a track from El Shaddai because the music in that game is pretty good. But there is one boss theme in particular that just stands out out of them all. So I hope you enjoy it. And hopefully next week I'll be back. Uh, it should be. As long as I stick to doing it over the weekends, I should be fine. So, uh, so yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>